Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 159 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on March 27th, 2018. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Pete. What's going on? Not much. All right. It's March, and there's magic in the air. So, let, let, let you know, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So, pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. I know I said it's March, there's magic in the air, talking about, obviously, hinting at March magic and that it's back, but um, it's not going to be like a joyous celebration of it the way it normally is every year because yeah no weird yeah. right yeah um so we have so much to get to today we got a really great e-ticket attraction we're bringing back our ever popular draft segment in which pete routinely kicks my butt at drafting things and uh, we have a lot of news to cover and not a lot of time before you have to open the store so we really need to get into this don't we <laughs> Let's do it. All right, folks, we're going to jump into the news first, brought to you by Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Walt Disney World or Universal Orlando vacation for you at no additional cost. Uh, you can always find Dave over at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Dave can also book uh, Disneyland, any Disney resort throughout the known world, even the um, even uh, the Hawaiian resort Aulani. Okay, worldwide news. We actually got quite a bit this week. Going broad. Okay. All right, so the D23 2019 dates have been announced. It is once again going to be in Anaheim at the Anaheim Convention Center from August 23rd to 25th, 2019. This dashes my hopes that 2019 they were going to finally bring it to Orlando and it would be at the Orange County Convention Center. It's a bummer. It is a for huge you. it is a huge bummer. I'm 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 really upset about that. As are most people that live in Orlando or enjoy Walt Disney World. So do you think there's ever like a stars aligned moment where Peter Mandel attends the D23 convention? I could see that. I could see it too. I think this D23 is going to be huge because um actually, you know what? I was going to say there's probably going to be lots of Star Wars land stuff, but Star Wars land will be open by then. Yeah. So, gosh, I, I mean, it's probably, you know, it's probably going to focus a lot on the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Like, that's probably going to be a lot of like all the stuff they're going to be doing and opening for the probably you probably get more of a tr- uh, Tron coaster kind of thing and you know mickey Mouse runaway railway i mean we know most the announcements already i guess it would just be further details well i mean we'll probably get some more announcements as well i mean i I don't know if it's going to be as big as last year's last year was so huge with everything they announced i know uh, so, a little bit of bad news for those of you staying in Walt Disney World Resorts uh, coming soon. The overnight parking fees have returned. For a very long time, you were you could just park at a Disney Resort if you were staying there for free, unlike Universal, where you have to pay a fee to park overnight. Well, now Walt Disney World has decided that it's bringing back its overnight parking fees. Um, I guess because they just need a little bit more of your money, right, Pete? I'm all bummed out about this, and I, I don't even drive. I, I mean, I've had a car in Disney World twice in my entire life. Uh, this bums me out. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering why, because, like, they re- they don't need... I think this is literally just a thing where it's just, like, we're just going to see how many things we can charge you for until well, you stop I mean, coming. 
The answer to why is because they can. Well, yeah, exactly. That's it. It's because you can. I, I've said it. In, I've said it repeatedly. They can just be like, okay, well, um, now to get into the Magic Kingdom, we punch you in the face. And I mean, I, you line I think up they and... also know that the majority of people aren't driving. Yeah, I get that. So too. they're not really bothering the majority of people. Do you think just, they're if if you actually got punched in the face going into Magic Kingdom, everyone going in there would be mad. In this case, that's not the case. It's probably twenty percent of people are going to be mad, <laughs> which isn't the majority. Do you think they'd be mad, or do you think they'd be like, "Oh my goodness, they gave me this really awesome Olaf ice pack. I'm going to save this forever." <laughs> no, be, see, it's funny. That's an interesting trade-off, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, would you be pun- Would you get punched in the face for a cool Disney-themed uh, ice pack? Um. I'm not too into ice packs. Here's my question. Do you think they're trying to discourage you from driving to stay at your resort to free up more resort parking for things like uh, dining, entertainment, and recreational activities? Because a lot of times you try to go to these places um, to like shop or go to the bar or eat, and the parking lot is filled up, and it's only for resort guests because it's one of those times. Do you think this is a way for them to try to kind of cull that herd so that you can um, – you know, they'll be able to make more money by getting more people to come in for like those lounges and whatnot. I don't know what the reasoning behind it is per se, if there's something that specific. I think that they see that that parking lot's filled every day yeah. and that's, you know, 27 bucks a head or whatever it is. So a value to park at a value resort overnight is going to cost you $13 per night. Moderate Disney resorts will cost $19 per night and deluxe Disney resorts and deluxe Disney villas uh, will be $24 per night. Complimentary parking for one vehicle is still included for campsites at Fort Wilderness. No charge if you're just going for dining, shopping, or recreational experiences. So if you are have a recre if you have a um, you know, an Ohana reservation at the poly they're not going to charge you to park for that it's only for overnight right so also D- disney vacation club members will not be charged when they're staying at a disney vacation club des- deluxe villa resort whether they're using their ports their points or not the dvc members will also not be charged to park at any disney resort when they are staying with their points hmm. okay yeah so uh you know how we've had the the you know, frozen summer of fun and the Star Wars summer celebration. Now we've got the incredible summer celebration coming this year. Okay, it's, nice. We're building up for the second movie, right? Exactly. Um, it's going to be very Pixar heavy, Pixar themed, the Incredibles, superheroes, that kind of stuff. So here's a couple things that are going on around Walt Disney World. An incredible Tomorrowland Expo begins at the Magic Kingdom on May the 25th. <clears throat> Some of your favorite Disney Pixar superheroes will take over Tomorrowland from May 25th through September 3rd, 2018 as part of the Incredible Tomorrowland Expo that celebrates all things super. Guests can interact with Mr. Incredible, Frozone, and other supers from Disney Pixar's The Incredibles. Other supers? I wonder if they just mean Elastigirl if they're going to have like other That's what I'm characters. assuming, yeah. <laughs> Um, from Disney Pixar's The Incredibles and the upcoming Incredibles 2. And for the first time ever, guests will get to see Edna Mode. Oh, I wonder if that's gonna be a head character, or if that's gonna be like a face character that's gonna come out. And I hope like, it's Hello, a head darlings. I, I know part of me feels like it won't be because the voice is so yeah. important, but I don't know. I'd prefer it to be a head character. Is that weird? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I can't tell. So Tomorrowland will also be decked out with Incredibles decor and sounds from the film. Guests can also enjoy a super dance party on the Rocket Tower stage. So it's the Incredibles dance party. 
still. It's the same yeah. thing they do yeah. normally. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mixed Live Concert Series begins June 9th at Epcot, <clears throat> the new home of the Guardians of the Galaxy in Walt Disney World, obviously. Star-Lord yep. and Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy will take guests on a musical journey through the cosmos in the Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mixed Live Concert Series. Shows will feature tunes from Star-Lord's awesome mixtapes and the two movie soundtracks. The group will take the stage five times daily, June 9th through August 19th, 2018. Over in Animal Kingdom, we've got Up, a great bird celebr- a great bird adventure, and Donald's Dino Bash. Uh, those begin on April 22nd. We talked about this a little bit before, but I'll briefly rehash it. Um, the 20th anniversary of Animal Kingdom will begin on April 22nd, which is Earth Day, launching two new animal-themed experiences. Donald's Dino Bash is a dino-tastic celebration where Donald Duck takes over Dino Land to celebrate his recent discovery that ducks are descendants of dinosaurs. Feathered friends Scrooge McDuck and Launchpad McQuack and other friends of Donald will be on hand to meet guests in addition to being... To bringing his own decorating touch to the land, Donald will throw a nightly dance party where everyone is welcome to shake their tail feathers. Um, so also debuting is The Great Bird Adventure uh, with Russell and Doug from the Disney movie Up, in which I've learned that the owl is still in attendance. He did not get fired. It's a little bit of a bummer for I you. I know. Yeah. So also, now, nothing going on in Hollywood Studios for this because, you know, why would they add experiences to Hollywood Studios, right? Uh, I mean, I like the way it's so barren and everything now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's part of its charm now. There's just nothing to do. Uh, the Disney HCO Gl- H2O Glow Party Nights begin at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park on June the 21st. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon will join in on the incredible summer fun starting June 21st, 2018 with new Disney H2O Glow Party Nights. The water park will transform on select evenings June 21st through August 11th when a glow party takes over the park from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Tickets go on sale March 19th and are $55 per person plus tax for adults and $50 per person plus tax for children ages 3 to 9. Um, so that is essentially, I guess like the water is going to be different colors. Like they'll put lights in the water or something. That's kind of cool in a way. I kind of <laughs> like that. Like, you know, yeah, that's oh, not I'm bad. swimming in red water. It's like blood. Morbid, right? That would have been me as a kid. Uh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of Hollywood studios, um, my girlfriend listens to the show now. And okay. she gets so mad at me for always saying that there's nothing to do with Hollywood Studios. So she wanted me to go. We went to Hollywood Studios with the purpose of her showing me that there are things to do there. How'd that work out? Um, You know what? We saw a bunch of shows and honestly, we had a really great time. Uh, I saw the Beauty and the Beast live on stage for the first time ever. Okay, right. You, you had a great time. But I mean, if you were there with someone you kind of didn't even like that much, would you still have had a great time? Probably not. Because I could go to Epcot or Magic Kingdom with someone that I'm like probably not even really good friends with and have a great time because there's stuff to do. Right. But you know what? Um, she made me try the Little Mermaid show again. Uh, the one that. And, and you were like, 80s laser lights and bubble effects are yes. fantastic. Yes. That's originally what I said. And then you know what? I, I realized that I'm, I'm just chameleoning off of you a little bit with my dislike of this because it was delightful. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, no. Listen, I took my daughter when she was little and it is delightful. Try and go on it again like uh, a year later and you're like, oh no, why did we wait for this? Um, I liked, like, I loved the puppets and like all, like there were some really cool effects. Like I really liked the way the laser lights make it look like you're under the sea at that one point, like making the... Right. The, the mist and it is a you and... trust me it is a do once every like five years kind of thing. i don't know i think i feel like i would do it more often now i liked it a lot uh so as we hinted in the beginning of the show march magic is back this year but it is not the awesome experience that it usually is only eight teams this year and only walt disney world don't they have more than eight teams made though yes there are a couple of extra ones for you to like buy merchandise for 
and a few of them are Disneyland, but the actual March Magic Tournament is only Walt Disney World this year and only eight teams. They are the Tomorrowland Movers, which is the People Mover, which is going to win. Statler and Waldorf... Well, it, won't, it won't win again. It won last year. Oh, did it? Yep. That's uh, why it's in this year. It's returning champ. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you tell me what's going to beat it, and, and that'll... And, you know, uh, in, in, from this. Statler and Waldorf Hecklers, Fantasyland Freezers, which are Mickey Bars... Uh, World Showcase Explorers, the Liberty Bells, the Bay Lake Monorailers, Dr. Marsh's Iguanodons, and the Voices of Liberty Harmonizers. Now, the first round is already over. The Tomorrowland Movers defeated the Fantasyland Freezers. Um, the Har- the Voices of Liberty Harmonizers defeated the Liberty Bells. And the uh, Bay Lake Monorailers defeated the Hecklers. And the World Showcase Explorers defeated the Iguanodons. The Dr. So Marsh's who- Iguanodons. So who do the movers play next? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Um, so now it's are either you... it's either going to be the movers or the monorailers that are taking this because I can't imagine the Voices of Liberty or World Showcase winning this. Uh, I can maybe see World Showcase winning it, but I don't know. Here's the thing, though: some of these other um, like teams that they created merchandise for are pretty awesome, and I'm like really upset that they're not. Um, you know, like Matterhorn Bobsled Ski Club, uh, the Main Street Corn Dogs, the Guardian, um, the Groots Guardians. Um, yeah, I know this is gonna sound silly. I like it to typically just revolve around theme park attractions yeah. or even like things in theme parks, like things like Groots Guardians. Eh. No, but that's you know- that's for the um, that's for the new Tower of Terror in uh, Disneyland. Yeah, I wish it was a little bit more park specific. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, what's the Phasma one for? Um, I would assume the mar- the the March of the um, yeah, the March of the First See, Order. G- give me a little bit more theme park specific. You've got yeah, you've got the Phasma captains. You've got the uh, the Mickey Mouse Club Mouseketeers, which I really like that one a lot. Um, what else do you got here? You've got the Phantasmic Dreamers, which has got a cool dragon on it, which if I get any of them, I'm probably going to get that one. Is there no Pirates this year? No Haunted Mansion? No Pirates, no Haunted Mansion. No, no like, e-ticket attractions this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe this is just dying out a little bit. I think this is the, la- I think this is a, a, this is the last year for it. I feel like they were like... Um, they were like, yeah, we're not going to do it this year. And then everybody was like, where's March Magic? And they were like, oh, all right, just do it. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, because it came in late. Very late. Disney Springs news. The Disney Springs Design a Tea Hanes t-shirt shop is going to close. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I, you know what? I really never knew that this existed, but it actually sounds pretty cool. You design a custom t-shirt choosing from over 400 images and apply your own text. Uh, this is ending because the Hanes sponsorship of Walt Disney World is apparently ending. Oh. They don't have their Hanes on Walt Disney World anymore. Interesting. Yeah. No word yet on what is going to be replacing the design of tea shop, uh, but something new coming to Disney Springs, Disney Style is going to open in May. I really always like to highlight when like Disney-themed shops are opening up in Disney Yeah, Springs. I like that too. Mm-hmm. This is going to be on the west side. It's taking over the former Harley-Davidson store. Uh, the Harley-Davidson store has moved over by the polite pig now so that big open storefront that always looked out of place like right on the corner there like going toward the right. uh, the dine-in theater and world of coke that is now open and it's going to be a new disney shop called disney style it looks like a lot of uh, female like apparel that's gonna be fashion forward products they said spirit jerseys uh playful headwear handbags headbands hats socks more um so yeah 
the, those spirit jerseys, man. Like every every girl wears them now. I I feel like I don't get it. Spirit jerseys and rose gold ears, dude. That's like the thing for like the basic Disney girl now. I feel like I missed the boat on this somehow. Like I see spirit jerseys and I'm like, everyone wants to wear these. I tried to make like a basic Disney girl like like kit in in my head, just kind of like spirit jersey, rose gold ears, um, like cell phone in hand with Instagram open or Snapchat open, purple wall, uh, dad hats, like, the, like all the things that like everyone is doing right now. Right. Resort news. The Spyglass Grill is opening up at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Now, this is a game changer because this is a quick service uh, food court location at the Caribbean Beach Resort over by the Trinidad South um, area Mm. of the resort. So that's interesting. So now for breakfast, if you're staying in the pirate rooms over there, which, as you know, I did. And had to walk all that way to get like any kind of food from Old Port Royal, well, which I remember which you decried me for. <laughs> <laughs> you can now get really good food at the Spyglass Grill, open seven a.m. to ten p.m. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner located near the pool in Trinidad South. Breakfast items include a cream cheese guava stuffed French toast and a breakfast Cuban sandwich. Lunch and dinner, you can get a bunch of items including a chorizo burger, an actual Cuban sandwich, and a passion fruit tres leche. Huh. So there you go. I want. I want to know what a breakfast Cuban sandwich is. It was like eggs and like it, it's like ham, right? On a Cuban sandwich. Yep. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I saw a picture of it. It's like eggs, ham, cheese, and like like peppers and stuff like that. It looked. It looked, it yeah. looked decent. Uh, Return to Sleepy Hollow is coming back at the Fort Wilderness Resort. This uh, special hard ticket event includes a group viewing of the 1949 Disney animated classic film, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, inside the resort's historic Tricircle D Ranch stables. During the event, you'll be able to see galloping ghosts and experience an up-close and personal encounter with none other than the Headless Horseman. New wow. For the, yeah, new for this year is a dessert party at 9 p.m. after the movie if you're viewing the 8 p.m. show, or prior to the movie if you're viewing the later show. Return to Sleepy Hollow will be available September 28th to 30th, October 3rd to 7th, October 10th to 14th, 17th to 21st, 24th to 31st, 2018 at 8 and 10 p.m. General seating costs $22 per person, while premium seating, which includes the priority photo opportunity with the Headless Horseman and the Halloween treat bag, costs $38 per person, and the dessert party at 9 p.m. costs $60 per person i feel like i'm gonna do this oh it sounds great i, I feel like 38 dollars for a, for like a, a movie and a photo op with the headless horseman like that's awesome like, i think you should totally do it i, I would th- do it i really think i should um no water park news this week but we have magic kingdom news uh brought to you by beyond the wisdom of walt the new book by jeffrey barnes which you can find over at the wisdom of paintwork is underway in tomorrowland bringing forth a new color scheme which is very exciting okay I'm, I always get excited when like they change the color schemes of things. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I know. So I, I imagine some people probably get upset just because of change, but I yeah. always like it also. Uh, so the new color scheme is going to be lots of whites and blues to go along with uh, Tomorrowland's uh, upcoming Tron roller coaster. So it's going to kind of cool. theme Tomorrowland more toward that new e-ticket attraction going to be opening up in a couple of years. The purple wall. Everyone's wondering what's going to happen to the purple wall. Are they painting the purple wall? No, the purple wall remains intact. In fact, it's getting special new features for photo ops. I don't know what those are yet, but I do know that PhotoPass photography have been going there lately huh so disney's fully embraced the whole purple wall concept yeah why not ride the wave right uh prices have been announced for mickey's not so scary halloween party this year can we afford it august 17th 24th and 31st um and september 7th 14th and 
21st and 25th. Advanced sale for adults is $79 and a child will be $74. On the same day sale, adults will be 89 and children 84. Remember when I say children, it means ages 3 to 9. Right. August 28th, September 3rd, 9th, 11th, 16th, 18th, and 23rd. Advanced tickets for adults 75. For children, it's 70. Uh, same day sale, adults 85 and children 80. September 28th, 30th, October 2nd, 4th. Advanced sale for adults 89, children 84. Same day, same day, adults $99, children $94. October 5th, 12th, 19th, 26th, 28th, and 30th. Advanced sale tickets for adults are 119. Children are 114. Same day adult, 119. Children, 114. So they're, they're the same at this point. Um, so October 8th, 9th, 11th, 14th, 16th, 18th, 21st, 23rd, 25th. Advance for adults, $99. Children, 94 Same day adult, 109 Children, 104 October 31st, adults 125, children 120, regardless of when you buy your ticket. You know, when you start when you start the list, and I'm like, oh, 75, 79, 99. That's not bad uh, at all. I feel like it's worth it. I mean, it's a little steep because you're only going for a couple of hours. Yeah. But I feel like it's worth it. But man, as that starts escal- escalating, when you got to like 11999, I'm like, I don't <laughs> know about this. And I love that party. I love it. And me too. Uh, so there are discounts for annual pass and DVC members um, for yourself and up to three guests, uh, August 17th, 24th, 31st, September 7th, 14th, 21st, and 25th. Adults are $74. Children are 69 August 28th and September 3rd, 9th, 11th, 16th, 18th, and 23rd. Adults are 70 Children are 65 September 28th, 30th, October 2nd, and 4th. Adults are 84 Children are 79 And October 8th, 9th, 11th, 14th, 16th, 21 and 23, 23 Adults are 94 And children are $89. So there you have it, Peter Mandel. All right. I, I I don't know what to make of it, but. Okay, so now we also have ticket prices announced for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I should come to okay. no surprise. November 8th, 9th, 16th, 25th, 27th, 29th, December 2nd, 4th, 6th, 9th, 11th, 13th, and 16th. Advanced adults are $99. Children are 94 Same day, adults are 109 Children are 104 November 12th, 13th, 15th, advanced for adults, 95, children, 90, same day, adults, 105, children, 100. November 30th and December 7th and 14th, advanced for adults, 109, children, 104, same day for adults, 119, children, 114. December 18th and 20th, advanced for adults, 115, children, 110, same day for adults, 125, and child, 120. December 21st, children, 125. I'm sorry, adults 125, children 120. AP and DVC pricing for self and up to three guests, November 8th, 9th, 16th, 25th, 27th, 29th, and December 2nd, 4th, 6th, 11th, and 13th. Advanced sales, adults 94, children 89. November 12th, 13th, and 15th, advanced for adults 89 and children 84. So there you have it. Um, not so scary. Um, not so scary. Cheaper in some instances yeah, it than is. very merry, which is very weird for me because I feel like not so scary is not only the better one but like the more popular one yeah not even close uh so i got to take a look at the new scene at pirates of the caribbean the other day oh like like live and in person yeah live and in person i I had a fast pass and i went through and i did it uh so here's my thing i'm i'm a big fan of making the redhead into a awesome female pirate me too i i was never a fan of the the human trafficking aspect of the old pirates 
That didn't bother me. Um, yeah, it bothered me a little bit. Uh, as I got older, I'd just be like, huh, this is a little weird. Um, <laughs> like there, yeah. Um, however, the one thing that I wish they would have done, so they kind of like, rather than write all new dialogue, it's like they took the existing dialogue and just like changed some words. Okay. So, like the lady that that normally he's auctioning off, where they're like, "We want the redhead instead." She's now holding chickens, and instead of saying, "Go ahead, dearie, show him your larboard side," he goes, "All right, dearie, show him your flock." <laughs> it, and there's like lots of stuff like that where it's like the exact words they used to say with like one word changed. Uh, so basically, it's like he's trying to sell like chickens and like boring practical things and the redhead is like like forget that we need to start auctioning off this rum and then all the guys start chanting we wants the rum we wants the rum and he's just like strike your bottles you you brazen whatever like it's it's like i was like come on guys you couldn't have come up with something new like on the one hand like nostalgia i'm just kind of like okay but on the other hand i'm like this feels very forced uh, you know, I get it, but hey, let's just be happy. The boats aren't sinking this time. This is true. I mean, it took them months to figure <laughs> out how not to make these boats sink. So, I mean, We've got some Epcot news. Oh, nice. We got a new band in Germany uh, coming. Uh, the German pop rock band, Dirch and Dirch, starting on March 30th, replacing Groove and Alps. Okay. So that's the big Epcot news this week. I've listened to a little bit of Dirch and Dirch, and I like their music. It's, you know, German pop rock. So, oh, and, and I mean, like, the music, not like the candy that you put on your tongue and it goes... <laughs> Right, that was my impersonation of Pop Rocks. Um, <laughs> moving along, uh, we have no no Animal Kingdom news this week. But if you'll indulge me, I wanted to share an Animal Kingdom story. Sure, because I had, dude, the worst safari of all time the other day. I mean, that's really saying something. The worst one ever, dude. So I'm not gonna. I know the driver's name because I I, I remember like I took note for some reason it like stuck in my head. I'm not gonna say his name. I'm gonna like make up some like fake name that's not gonna be a real person name because God forbid like I say like like John and there happens to be a John. People will think it's that guy. So right. I'm, I'm gonna name him um, Slagathor. Okay, good luck sticking with that. Right. So we get in there and Slagathor is completely unenthusiastic about being here today. Okay. Like, compl- like Slagathor is on, like, hour 14 of a 13-hour shift at this point. Right, right. And so we get in, and he's just kind of like, hello, welcome to Kilimanjaro Safaris. It's going to be a wild time. All right, let's go. We go in that first part, you know, like, where you usually see, like, the Okapi and stuff like that. Now, when is this? I'm just curious. What time of day? <laughs> um, This is, like, 5. No, this is, I'm sorry, 6.10. Okay. The Fast Whisper for 6.10. So we're going through, and there's Pete... There's nothing out, like none, no animals, like nothing. Right. And so instead of like bantering or like talking about conservation, Slagathor is just saying nothing. <laughs> like so, it's just and and so nobody's talking either. Everyone's just sitting in uncomfortable silence. It sounds wonderful. And so <laughs> we're going along, and of course, like I have to be a smart aleck. So like, there's like two ducks like over there, and I go. Over on your right, you'll see some ducks. Uh, you can tell the male by the green color of their head. Ducks are are waterfowl that uh, you know the oil on their feathers allows them to not get wet. <laughs> the woman in front of me turns around and she laughs. She goes, "Bit of a smart aleck, aren't you?" And I'm just like a little bit, but so no animals. Slagathor is deathly silent. Then all of a sudden, on the side, a rhino, like super close and super big. Slagathor okay. misses it. 
<laughs> completely misses it. And everyone's going, there's a rhinoceros. There's a rhinoceros right there. And he goes, all right, everyone's saying there's a rhino, but um, I don't see it. So, and we just keep going. Oh, that's awesome. So now the first actual. Was it so close that he couldn't see it? <laughs> now the first actual animals that we see are the hippos. So that should tell you how far we've gone without right, seeing an actual right. animal. Other than the rhinoceros, which went unnoticed. Now, I get excited now, though, because the hippos are being fed, like which is an awesome thing to watch. Like They're throwing them whole heads of cabbage and lettuce, and the hippos are opening their big mouths and like chomping. And, right. and he doesn't stop. He like pseudo-slows down, and he's just like, yeah, the hippos are being fed right now, and it just kind of keeps going. And then like we're going, and of course, now my thing is, okay, well... If I can see baby Augustus, this will all be worth it. Totally. Um, and I'm like, <clears throat> and so there he is, baby Augustus, laying out with his mother. And he goes, yeah, there's a baby hippo and just keeps going. Doesn't slow down in the least bit. And everyone, like, there are people on this safari who are, like, there solely to see baby Augustus. Like, I could hear it right. from people. And he just speeds by him. And then he stops at the Nile crocodiles who don't do anything. <laughs> No crocodile. And so then we go over like the rickety bridge and he's just like, <laughs> this is exactly how it was. All right. Well, we got to go over this bridge. Doesn't look that safe. So, um, you know, everybody like hold tight and, you know, we'll see how we do. And we go over and he's just like, we get out and he's just like, that was close. Did I lose anyone? <laughs> Raise your hand if you're not here. Uh, okay. I guess I lost someone in the back. Like we keep going, and so then we're going, and there's still no animals. Like there's no elephants out, there's no nothing, and so now the guy just goes, and I've never heard a safari you guys say this before. He goes, "Does anyone have like any like questions or like comments for me?" And so somebody goes, um, "Like it's quiet for like a second. Someone goes, "What's your favorite animal on the safari?" He goes, oh, "I like the elephants. It's a shame you guys didn't get to see them." Just <laughs> keep going, and so now because he's invited questions. Someone goes, Has it, have you ever had an animal charge the car? And he, like, doesn't answer her. And instead of just letting it go, the woman goes, have you ever had an animal charge the car? Oh, <laughs> and no. she, Now, he's clearly not allowed to answer this question, but she asks it about five times. So finally he goes, never anything for me personally, but I've heard some rhinos have given some people a pretty decent show at some point. At that point... There's a rhino like right next to the car. So now everyone's instead of being happy about the rhino, everyone's now terrified that this rhino is about to murder us. But did he even see the rhino? Yes, this this rhino he actually saw. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, we, we, we get to the lions. The lions are you can just see the top of one lion's head. It, I mean, like it was just it was scary levels of bad. But then the best was we get to the end um, and he's like going to park. And like he's he, as he's going into park, he's just like. Thank you very much for joining Kilimanjaro Safaris. You know, in the jungle, we say we don't say goodbye. We say Kwaharini, which means go well. And as he's doing this, he's like trying to park on the thing, but he's like scraping the truck against the side of the load area. And we're all just like, oh, Slagathor, what are you doing? And so then like the the person that's like waiting there to like guide him in is like... <gasps> Like, clearly, like, super uncomfortable with what's happening. He has to then, like, back up and come back in again. Now, all of the all of the, all of of the the safari drivers have come out of the safari driver, like, break room area right there. And they're all standing and watching, like, with their heads tilted. <laughs> and so then we go to go in again. And Slagathur goes, 
Well, if you guys are interested in seeing some more animals tonight, you can always check out the... Oh, wait. Gorilla Falls just closed. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> fi- finally, he scrapes his way back into the loading area, doesn't give the Wilderness Explorers their, like, Wilderness Explorer badge, like, answer question. They're supposed to tell you you're riding on symbol one. Right. It do- just doesn't do that. And then everyone just gets off and leaves. And everyone's leaving. They're like, what just happened? Oh, that sounds awesome. It was the it was both the worst and best safari of all time. Uh, it sounds pretty great. <laughs> okay, so Hollywood Studios News closing out. Uh, we have meet and greets confirmed for Toy Story Land. Okay. Yeah, nothing new. They're just moving the... Um, well, actually, something kind of new. We're getting Buzz, Woody, and Jesse in Toy Story Land. They're, they are going to be closing the current Buzz and Woody um, meet and greet location in Pixar Place right. and moving it into Toy Story Land. Along with now, Jesse when you say and, Buzz, Woody, and Jesse, you mean together? It didn't specify. I'm that'd not be sure. I would, I would hope they'd be together. Seems like a waste, though. But. Yeah. And also, the Green Army men will be there as well. That's pretty cool. Yep. They need someone new there, though. I, I agree. Like Even if you get like an animatronic bullseye or something like that, like the way they do the cars. I've got a picture of bullseye. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I mean, well, who would who would your choice be for a Toy Story character? Like Bo Peep or like? I would really like a like a face character, Bo Peep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a tough call because so many of them are like not possible. Yeah, like you can't do Rex, you can't do Ham, um, right? Potato Head. Yeah, it, it's hard, but I feel like they need something. Yeah. All right, and that is the news this week. A lot of awesome. news. Awesome. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned. More Two Men in the Mask coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weikert autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weikert. 
Depends had his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. How do you go from dreaming to doing? Walt Disney never stopped dreaming about the future, and neither should you. Learn how you can use Walt Disney's final dream of Epcot, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, to see your own dreams come true. In Beyond the Wisdom of Walt, a new book by Jeffrey A. Barnes, you are challenged to transform your life by applying the lessons that Walt Disney, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Epcot teach us. In the follow-up to his best-selling book, The Wisdom of Walt, Barnes takes us on a magical journey through the history of Disney in Florida, beginning with Walt's decision to do a sequel to Disneyland. Learn how the parks continue to change and thrive today, and how you can too. Beyond the Wisdom of Walt is a story that teaches us how to create a vision for our dreams, cope with change, leave a lasting legacy, and so much more. Whether you love Disney, Disneyland, or Walt Disney World, or just need a little inspiration and insight that Walt Disney had, you will find a whole new world of magical possibilities for your own life within Beyond the Wisdom of Walt. After reading this book, you'll want to start applying a little of that Disney magic to your life right away. Please, folks, check it out over at thewisdomofwalt.com. You can find it also on Amazon.com in Kindle format, hardcover, paperback, or audiobook. Also, listen to it on Kindle Unlimited. Hi there. This is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Are you ready for a dad's take on Disney? Well, look no further than the Disney Dads Podcast. We dive into so many... Hold up, hold up, Justin. It's not just for Disney dads. We can look at Disney from every perspective and all are welcome. We take a dive into Disney history, Disney attractions, Disney movies, and so much more. You're exactly right, Jason. 
and everyone can find us at www.disneydadspodcast.com. On the website, you can find all of our social media. You can also find our SoundCloud channel where you can leave your browser open and listen to hours of Disney park sounds and Disney music. Also, we'd love for you to give us a call. Our phone number is 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. Leave us a message. Tell us a little bit about your Disney passions, and we can't wait to get to know you a little bit better. Justin, hold up. Don't forget they can send us a text at the exact same number. Yeah, definitely. Get a hold of us. Send us a text message. You got something on your mind about Disney? We can't wait to hear about it. From the Disney Dads, we hope you have a magical day, an incredible week, and always keep it Disney. Folks, we love the food at Walt Disney World. Whether you're looking for quick service snacks or a full fine dining meal, we get great joy from all of the delicious delicacies found in the most magical place on earth. So this week we thought we'd bring back the Two Men in the Mouse draft in which Pete and I seek to build the best individual teams representing the very best of Disney dining. This week for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are gauging, engaging in the Disney Dining Draft. And the Disney Dining Draft is brought to you by the Disney Dads Podcast for a great family-friendly look at Walt Disney World from the eyes of three awesome Disney dads. Check them out on iTunes and wherever uh, all great podcasts are found. iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, whatnot. Uh, great show. Highly recommended. Check them out. Great, great guys. Um, Alright, Pete. So, you ready to uh, jump into this? I am. I, I feel like this is going to be the one that you, like, trounce me on. I don't know about that because as, as we... As we said, or, you know, for those of you that have never heard of Two Men in the Mouse uh, draft before, what happens is Pete and I compete against one another to try to build the very best team we can possibly create involving whatever the topic at hand is. Like, in one time it was, like, audio animatronics and whatnot. Um, so we are putting together a list, like a team, if you will, of dining. And we're going to do a team. We're going to do 14 14 each, so seven quick service and seven table service, and they can be interspersed throughout. Um, and then afterwards, over on the Two Men in the Mouse Disney Facebook discussion group, we let you guys vote on who has the better team. Uh, so that involves both experience, um, actual food, um, you know, you guys just see who has the stronger outing. Like, if this was, if I was just like, come to Kevin Land, where we have all of these, um, you know, restaurants, and Pete was like, come to Pete Land, where we have all these restaurants, which one gives you the better dining experience? Okay, so we and, and then the way this usually works, folks, is Pete and I go through it. Um, you know, we put a lot of thought into it. We we draft. It gets very competitive, and then you guys vote and you say that Pete won because uh, <laughs> you trounce me in all of these. I believe that uh, won't be the case here. Yeah. I, I just don't eat as much there as much as you do. You're you're good at this. But I don't do a lot of. You do more table service restaurants than I do. I, I quick service is kind of more my wheelhouse. You have named a pizza after yourself. That plays pizza. Anybody can name a pizza after themselves. <laughs> Not many people are, are brash enough to do it, though. So the way we usually decide who goes first is with the ceremonial two men in the mouse coin flip, which Pete always does because he's the oh, more trustworthy you gotta hold of the on two it. of us. I don't have a coin. You want to oh. hold on a sec? Yeah, I'll hold on a sec. Okay, I'm back. All ah. right. Um, okay, I so quarter. I always feel like the quarter is the good flipping coin. Quarter is the best flipping coin. Yes, I agree. We need like a ceremonial one, like with our faces on it. Like they have at the Super Bowl. Yeah, like Bowl. one side's Pete, one side's Kev. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I'm going to pick Tails, because Tails never fails. All right, ready? Yep. 
It is Tails. Tails never fails, I told you. Okay, so that means I get the first pick, which I'm very excited about because I know the one that we're going to fight over, and I'm going to grab it right out of the gate, and I am taking Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. You're taking that with the number one pick? Because I know you're going to take it. That's the one I'm gonna. You know what? Do you want to start this? <laughs> no, I'm standing. I'm standing by You're Cosmic Rays. A counter service burgers and fries place is the number one place to go. A place in that Disney World. A place that food. involves. So Why don't I'm, we? Start no, I'm not. Thing. I'm not saying it's the number one place. I'm saying it's my number one pick. I feel overall experience and food and Sunny Eclipse <laughs> bring it to number one. I agree, dude. You know I love Sunny Eclipse. It's fantastic. I would have never picked that number one, two, or three. Probably you can't take a counter service place that has like chicken fingers as like number one. I can do that because it's Cosmic Rays, and this is Two Men and the Mouse. All right. It's okay. A, it's a thing with us. We love it. I I agree. I do love it. Okay. okay. Um, this is interesting because now I don't know what to pick with my number one pick. Um, you know what? <sighs> I'm I'm going to go with something that I think I would tell anyone to go to if they were going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to take Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest. And I say that because I haven't always been thrilled with the food in the past at Be Our Guest, but it looks like now that they're bumping up to Signature Dining, yeah. the food's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, and, I mean, you can't beat the experience there. So, I mean, who wouldn't want an ADR for Be Our Guest? All right, so you're taking Be Our Guest. Um, now, you're taking that as a table service restaurant, right? I am taking it as a table service. Okay, so you're taking the Be Our Guest. Now, because you can Be Our Guest is both a table service and a quick service during the day. Um, sure. Okay, so for my second pick then, you know what? I'm going to keep it with counter service for now because it's my wheelhouse, and I feel like there's one counter service meal in Disney right now that's doing it so right, and that is the Satuli Canteen in uh, Pandora. I would have definitely taken that. Again, probably not this high, but um, I, you know how I feel, but I really love that place. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm trying to make the point that you can eat really well on just counter service without ever going to a table service restaurant. Well, I mean, I get that, but... I, you know what? I was just there the other day, had a protein bowl there. Um, they now have, they now offer a beef and chicken uh, combo bowl. And I got that with the, with the whole, with the whole grain and, um, and brown rice. With the okay. creamy uh, garlic herb dressing on it, which I got extra of that, and it was really, really good. Huh. That does sound good. It's food that feels like it's too good to be quick service almost. I agree with that. I think it's the best quick service meal on property. I agree. All right, so what do you got for number two? Number two, I'm going to have to go with La Cellier in Canada. I, I just think it is a solid, you know, meal that, Anyone can sit down and find something there. My wife doesn't even eat steak, and she normally finds something good there. So that's kind of a – and the pretzel bread alone, geez. There's so many wonderful yeah. aspects of going there. I, I think that that's a knock it out of the park. Yeah, that was that was my next one. Um, but, you know, at least I got Cosmic Rays. <laughs> you got something, right. Um, so I'm going to go with a table service restaurant for my number three, and I'm going to take my uh, one of my favorites, and that is Ohana. Yeah, great one. Yeah, um, Ohana is great not only for the food, which is all you care to eat, uh, you know, family style, brought around on skewers uh, to your table, but also for some of the best um, bread pudding you can you can get, and um, the fireworks viewing if you time it correctly. Yeah, that's true. It does have a nice look to castle, not from everywhere. I mean, it's limited seats that have a yeah. good view of the castle, but um, yeah, that's definitely a very solid one. Yeah. All right. So, what do you got for your number three? 
Uh, you know what? Number three, I'm taking a place. I'll be honest with you, I've never been. I'm super looking forward to going there. And does not always get the recognition, I think, from a lot of like uh, places. I'm going to go Artist Point at Wilderness Lodge. Okay, that's the table service. Yes. Artist Point. See, I, I never would have taken that. You could have waited for you know, number seven for that one. I think it's like way up there. I think it's a, okay. a fantastic underrated dining spot. In you're, Disney but World. you're going to, you're going to give your number three to something you've never eaten. I am because I really want to go there. So that's kind of like on okay. my like absolute list of things I have to do. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to judge the, um, so for my number four, I am going to go with another fireworks viewing spectacular. I am going to take it as another signature dining experience. I'm going to take the California Grill oh, at, um, at Contemporary Resort. Um, I love it. I really loved the Sunday brunch there. And I'm going to be going back for dinner actually in June. So very exciting. Okay. Have you ever, you've eaten have you eaten dinner at the California Grill? No. Oh, really? You, no. Try, but you know what? With With the party of four, that's like... That's a lot of money, and it's two credits, so you're not going to do it with your dining plan. Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, I do want to get there, though. I think it looks good. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Huh, what do I got? That's a great question. Um, you have not chosen which, any counter service yet, I'd no, like to point out. I'm sorry. I can't put counter service in my like you know premium draft picks. Okay. I just can't, um, especially with uh, – you know, cosmic rays being off the board. Right. Um, <laughs> huh. What would I, what would be like a must have for me next? I mean, I could, point? I could think of one that you go to all the time, but I don't know if you want to give it one of your premium spots. I know. You know what? I can't help it. I dress my heart on these things. Yeah. I, I'm going to pick it. I'm, I'm a big believer in experience when you go to Disney. And, and I know that, there are plenty of locals who are probably all about like the foodie aspect of places. And mm -hmm. I understand. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I don't want bad food, but if you've ever been to universal studios, I can't help but think that all the food. is good at this <laughs> Yes. Um, I, I'm going to go sci-fi just because sci again, I think it's good a place pull. that, you know, people who go there are like, Oh, I ate the car. Play. Like they just have memory of like yes. going to that yeah. place creates an experience. I'm definitely all about it. I am going to stick with, um, counter service and i i sci-fi was going to be one of my like lower half picks but yeah i definitely agree with you on sci-fi i gotta get back there i haven't been there since i moved um but i'm going back to quick service for my number five and i'm choosing flame tree barbecue at animal kingdom no oh, that's a good one it's one of the best animal kingdom's quick service game is on point yeah, I just wish they would up the other side, but that's yeah. okay. Well, I mean, so we were there, like, and just, like, I discover new quick service foods at Animal Kingdom all the time. Um, my my friend Topher got a, um, a thing of, like, seasoned Cajun, like, not Cajun, but, like, seasoned French fries that was topped with, like, Suzuki sauce and, um, like, Chipotle ketchup last time. Okay. It was amazing. Hmm. Like, it's just these little things that you don't realize are there, and, like... You know, you're walking by and you're just like, oh, wow, you know, pulled bar buffalo chicken nachos. That sounds great. I'm going to take that from Tribal Bites. Um, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I'm going Flame Tree Barbecue just for that half chicken and ribs. All right. That's solid. And I believe they, they still they, they are the ones that still have the pulled pork macaroni and cheese that I enjoy so much. What do you got? Number five. 
Number this is my fifth pick. I, fifth I don't pick. know. I'm gonna again stick with experience. Okay. I, I feel like that's what we do in Disney. I'm gonna take Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's. Okay. I also went there on my last trip. Not my first time. Um, but I was man. I forgot how good the actual food is at Chef Mickey's. Yes. I feel like it has like just a slight notch above the other places. I really enjoy in it. Similar kind of vein. like I was surprised. Like I. I hadn't remembered it being so good. And, you know, you want to throw in a photo pass experience in the beginning and some character interactions during the meal. I just feel that's top notch. Agreed. Now, how many is that the first character dining experience? Well, I mean, Ohana has a character well, breakfast. You do get to meet Beast at the end of. Oh, uh, let's sell. Yeah, yeah. Or at the beginning of. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sorry. Be our guest. Yeah. Let's sell. Yeah. is a character meal. That would be fun. Um, okay. So I am going with. Um, I'm going back to table service for this next one. And okay. I'm picking one of my favorites. I wanted something versatile, something that you can do for both breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and something that includes characters uh, for this stage of the game. So I'm going with my favorite, the Crystal Palace. Wow, nice. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely a good one. I have yet to do the breakfast, but I've heard such wonderful things. Uh, you, wow, that breakfast is where it's at. I know, but you, you've done the dinner like uh, on my recommendation. So what, what did you think of the dinner there? Uh, I thought that there was okay. Yeah, just okay. I'm not sure I would do it again. Other than ah, there it is. Of, That's like your other f- than for lack of Magic Kingdom dining. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love your new stuff, but it's fun to hear the classics every once in a while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like your. It was okay. I'm not sure I need to do it again. It's like your free bird. Right. Uh, okay. What do you got for number six? Uh, number six. I'm gonna go with Chefs de France. You are still not picking any counter service here listen you cannot relate counter service and table I beg, service i beg to differ i would rather it, eat at Satouli Kevin, Cantine if i was than taking chefs de you to eat if i was taking you at, to chefs de france or do you want to go eat at cosmic rays which one are you going to go with well, one of them has an alien that sings which one is that cosmic rays starlight cafe people in the i maybe it could be the other one i, I would listen still, i've eaten at uh, chefs de france i would eat at cosmic rays before i eat there there's no way. I just I didn't see that big of a difference in quality and for in a lot more money. Food? Are you bananas? I didn't really like the sandwich that I had there. Wow, you're crazy. I, listen, if you if you gave me a choice between basically anything on your list thus far, except for Le Cellier and Satouli Canteen, I would take Satouli Canteen. I like Satouli Canteen's food. I. I I like it as an amazing counter service. Okay. I don't know if I'm putting that above, you know, getting duck three ways at, you know, Chefs de France. I, I, there's a lot going on in these restaurants. I mean, this is like literal fine dining we're talking about. Yeah, I get it. It's just, I mean, for me personally, I, I like to grab and go. Big fan of that. All right. You know what? I am going to go, I think I'm going to go back to counter service again here. And I am going to pick. I think I got to go classic on this one. I got to go something that people love. I am going to take Casey's Corner. Really? Okay. I love Casey's Corner. I mean, listen, say what you will about your duck, however many ways. I like a hot dog multiple different ways as well. Um, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simple Southern man here, Peter Mandel. I say that with the roll of my eyes. Uh, no, I am I am a northern transplant in the south, and I'm I have simple tastes, and hot dogs are 
you know, awesome. And I like the offerings at Casey's Corner, and it's classic Disney. Okay. What do you got for your number seven? Uh, I'm going to take my, like, favorite pick at number seven, just because I know no one would take it, and no one will probably agree with it. But I can't help it. I think Garden Grill is a wonderful experience, and I think the food is fantastic. So I will round out my table services. Okay. With Garden Grill. Again, character experience, rotating restaurant, uh, fresh food, land pavilion. It's got so many things yeah. going for it. I feel like it's a hidden gem that, you know, there's so many places to eat in Epcot. Maybe not everyone does it, but it is, uh, it's always my first dinner every trip. So now, strategy wise, um, you've used up all of your table service now, and I still have yeah. four table service left to go. So I'm going to pick my next three are going to be all counter service. So that I, because I can literally pick any table service restaurant that you haven't said yet. That's fine. Counter service or generic. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go with my heart's choice here, just because I'm afraid you might take it. I don't think you'll take it, but you know what? This was going to go on my list either way. Might as well be now. I am taking the one, the only Blaze Pizza at Disney Springs. You can't take Blaze. Blaze Pizza can't be on this list. I have Blaze Pizza here. I don't. I don't care. The Disney one is great. I enjoy it. That's terrible. I enjoy it. Do you want? Would you? Would you rather? I take that back, and we take chains off the list. So Blaze Pizza, Earl's Sandwich are gone. No, take it. You love it. It's. 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 They have the Kev. I get it. I. Uh, I just think. Wow. So you're making some wacky picks. No, we can take chains. Honestly, I toiled over this. I was wondering if we should just take chains off the off the table here. Listen, can you use your, <clears throat> your uh, Disney dining plan there? Yes. No, then you're good. I think you can. Actually, I don't know. No, you know what? I don't know if you can. That's a good question. That's a Dave Weicker question. You know what? All right, so let's take chains off the table. I'm not going to take Blaze Pizza. I will instead um, take Deluxe Burger at Disney Springs because it is Are we, awesome. We're sure, we're sure Deluxe Burger is not a chain? Yes. No, it's a Disney. It's Disney Burgers. Oh, cool. So I'm all about the deluxe burger. Uh, they got some great offerings. The burgers are fresh. They're they're big, um, and fairly priced, I think. And you can also get a good milkshake there. So big fan of that. All right, I'm gonna dive into uh, counter service. Counter service. I'm gonna go with a Kevin favorite because it's fantastic. Columbia Harbor House. Yes, that is a good one. You are not getting the same pulled pork, hot dog, bacon burger that you get in every single place, including Cosmic Rays. It has food that you're just not going to find in every other one it's, yes i like it a lot i do too i do too and you know what so if we're you're just going to magic kingdom i'm going to take magic kingdom for my next one as well i'm going to go with pecos bills tall tale inn and cafe Ooh, worth it just for the uh fixins bar yes and so now it used to just be the best burger place you could find with all the burger fixins <clears throat> they moved those burger fixins pretty much over to cosmic rays at this point and now um Pecos Bills is more of like a Tex-Mex kind of place now, which I right. really appreciate. You can still get like a burger, like it's like a taco burger there that I think is really awesome. But you can get really good nachos. You can get, um, you know, tacos. You can get burritos or fajitas and really, really a good time. And, <clears throat> you know, when you give me a Fixins bar that allows me to take as much guacamole as I want, I'm all about uh, yeah, it. It's hard to argue with that. I'm all about this. All right. What do you got? <sighs> Um, you know, I don't know the name of it. I'm, I I think it's it's the place right outside of uh, San Angel. What's that called? The Mexico Quick Service. Location. Yeah, well, it has a name, right? <laughs> it does have a name. I don't know it. 
Um, I will I will look it it's up like at some can, point. Isn't like Canteen San Angel or something like La that? La Cantina de San Angel. Uh, and basically, it gives you a bunch of like Mexican fares that you can kind of get at counter service like angle. I always like that. I feel like I need to like check this now, just to make sure we're getting the right name. This place also has something that I feel is a necessity for a Disney counter service place, and that is seating, ample seating. Yes, I'm and, a big fan. And yes, this is La Cantina de San Angel. There you go. Not to be confused with the San San Angel Inn. Um, right. No, this is that's the why I get confused. This is the wonderful counter service outside. It has both indoor and outdoor seating. Yes. Ironically, every time I've gone, the outdoor seating is packed. The indoor air conditioning seating is not. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't um, want to. I wouldn't want to sit indoors. Oh, I would. You're gonna give me half an hour of sitting inside, and then I get to go back outside for the rest of the day. I'm okay with it. All right. <clears throat> All right. So for my last. Uh, quick service. I feel like I really need to like give this ample thought and you know make a wise choice here. Um, what am I thinking here, Peter Mandel? I don't know. I've got a I've got a couple potentials in Disney Springs that I like to go to. Um, however, I feel like I need to pick something in park. Um, something. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with an old favorite. It is a it's a favorite of my heart, and that is the Yorkshire county fish shop oh that's good that's a good one okay all right so my so your table services are done and my counter services are done so now we can't really steal from each other because it's the, the world true. is open to us now where am i at how many more of these picks one, do two, i have three. left you have five more counter service restaurants okay cool and i can just pick whatever i want yes. really because all right well i'm just gonna start at the top then i think hidden gem of the entire park Sleepy Hollow, if you're up, like, geez, especially if you're on the uh, meal plan, you can get. Now, I know you're going to say, Kevin, oh, this is more of a snack place. This isn't really someplace you're going to get a no, meal. No, I'm following you. Even though they have a chicken this. and waffle sandwich. I'm following you on this because the chicken and waffle Those sandwich. snacks are so giant, by mm -hmm. the way, that if you're going to get one, I'm telling you right now, it's a meal. Yeah, so, no, it's like the snacks that Fred Flintstone would have. Yes, and the quality is so good that I'm surprised. This is now, listen, if you want to have a knock on it, there's not a ton of seating. But yeah. you're also you're also in the shadows of Cinderella Castle, and you can get yourself something to eat there. And even if you can't sit down, you can kind of sit in that walkway. I just think it's fantastic. It is a you know underrated place to get something to eat. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's a good one. Uh, so I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorites, and I, this can be a favorite for me on lunch or dinner. It's one. Of, it's it is in my opinion the best table service you can get in the Magic Kingdom, and that is the Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh, yeah. I love I'm Liberty Tree. I'm a big Tree. fan of that meal. Listen, that, that, that dinner meal with all the quick service Thanksgiving style food and the mac and cheese and the pot roast. You can make your own pot roast mac and cheese since you can't buy it at Friars Nook anymore. Um, <clears throat> and that lunch that has that awesome burger. I All day, every day, Liberty Tree. I like that. All right, what do you got? I'm going to, again, go with something I I'm surprised was not on the Kevin... Uh, list that's experience based although shockingly i like the food a lot i'm okay. gonna go with pizza rizzo yeah i was not going for that just because of the food uh, see i like the food i like the meatball sandwich but i mean yeah I'm... i feel like the pizzas are pretty good i probably should have taken this one i mean that's that's something where okay you're oh you're with some picky people 
who happen to like the Muppets or not like the Muppets. I mean, this is a place, hey, I'm going to go. Someone's going to get something. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be stuck with no one wants to eat Mexican or, you know, I don't eat meat. Like, there's that's a place where, like, everyone's going to find something. I like it. Um, All right, so I am going to go with something that I just ate at for the first time ever, actually, about a week or two ago. Okay. I'm going to the San Angel Inn in the Mexico Pavilion. Oh, okay. I just ate there with my girlfriend um, to celebrate a year since the day we met. So um, it was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. I had a really good steak. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I find sometimes I have difficulty finding something there that I want by someone who doesn't like really like cheese that much. Well, I mean, I had carne asada and there was no cheese in that. That's true. Maybe that wasn't on the menu last time I was there. It was quite good. That? It was really quite good. I liked it a lot. And we got the uh, chips and guacamole to share as well, and that was, you know, also really good. I mean, the guacamole is the same guacamole you get at La Cantina, but right. I like that guacamole. And right. let me eat that guacamole while I watch the three caballeros boats go by. I think setting has a big part in this as well. Oh, listen, I've done my whole list pretty much based on experience. Right. All right. So what do you got I've, next? You got three more uh, I'm going to. I'm going to go with something that I think some people might think is the best counter service on property because of the different facets. The food is good, but also you can kind of get a reservation for this one. Okay. And that is Be Our Guest. I'm going to double up on Are the Be Our really Guest. Are you really doubling up on Be Our Guest? Oh, yeah. I do both experiences. All right. I literally do both. It is great for dinner. It is great for lunch. I think I like everything about it. They bring the food right to you. Yeah, this is why I say it's not counter service. But it is. It is a counter service meal. Trust I, me, I use it on my meal plan every time. Is this the best counter service meal on property? It might be. You can pick your food out ahead of time. They're going to bring it to your table. You're sitting in a wonderful environment. Uh, it's you know. But again, like here's right. here's my, so here's my thing with this. Like and and obviously yes, it is. Disney considers it counter service, so yes, it counts as counter service. But in my opinion, you make a re- you make an advanced dining reservation. You go there. Yes, you order up front, but then you go to your table. A waiter or waitress brings it to you, and and then buses your table at the end. It is a table service restaurant disguised but, as a counter service but experience. That's not true. First off, that's not a, a waiter or waitress because they're not taking your order. They're right. just run, they're running food the food to you. And they bust your table the same way they bust pretty much every table that you would leave stuff behind on at any place. All right. All right. I concede. All right. <clears throat> so I got two more of these here. Um, you know what? I'm going with my heart for these last two. And this is one you were never going to pick, so I didn't I didn't feel the need to get it out of the way early. Um, I'm taking the Cape May Cafe because Ooh, boy. <laughs> an all-you-can-eat seafood buffet with clams and mussels and crab legs i mean like giddy up i'm on i'm i'm there i know you don't like it but i don't like it have you ever had the seafood buffet though like have you only ever breakfast no we went there and did it one time only the seafood buffet yep i love it i love it love it love it all right you got two left uh you know what give me a harambe market good one good pull i mean ribs uh you know, grilled chicken skewers, uh, pork sausage. I feel like it has a lot of options. I think anyone can kind of find some place, something to get there that, right. that suits their need. I mean, like yeah. you said, Animal Kingdom kind of kills it on the counter service options. Yeah. 
uh, they always do a good job with that. And I think that's a place that's, and, you know, the park's so huge. I also feel like it's, it's distance enough that you can, you know, if you're way out there, it's kind of a quick bite. I think it works. I definitely got my last one figured out. Um, I'm going dinner and a show with this one. I'm taking, speaking of ribs, I'm taking the Hoop-dee-doo musical review. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, f- good show, good food, um, really fun atmosphere. I really love Hoop-dee-doo a lot. All right, what do you got for your last pick? Wow, it's a great question. And I, I've exhausted all my yeah. You know what? I'm going to take one for my son because I, I, uh, you were doing this. I, I have no other reason to pick this than out of loyalty to family. My son, for some reason, has some odd fascination with going to Electric Umbrella and Epcot like huh. as soon as we get to the park. I can't explain it. I guess it's because, you know, we had done it a couple times in a row and then he was like, no, 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 we have to do that. It is like literally one of his favorite meals. I'm going to tell you outright. It's because we're sitting down for the first time, like on our vacation. And there's a wonderful moment when you're eating where you're just like, wow, I'm in Disney world. Yeah. You know, you're having, you're having a moment of calm and you realize like we're here, we're on vacation, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with it. It is your standard Disney counter service fair. It deserved to be picked last in my draft, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I'm, I like it. I'm going to take it for him. Okay, so reviewing our uh, lists here. For me, my quick service, Cosmic Rays, Satuli Canteen, Flame Tree Barbecue, Casey's Corner, Deluxe Burger, Pecos Bills, and Yorkshire County Fish Shop. My table services are Ohana, California Grill, Crystal Palace, Liberty Tree, San Angel Inn, Kate May Cafe, and the Hoopy Doo Musical Review. Pete's uh, Quick Service, Columbia Harbor House, La Cantina de San Angel, uh, Sleepy Hollow, Pizza Rizzo, Be Our Guest Quick Service, Harambe Market, and Electric Umbrella. Pete's Table Services are Be Our Guest, La Cellier, Artist Point, Sci-Fi Dine-In, Chef Mickey's, Chef de France, and Garden Grill. There we have it, folks. The 2018 Two Men in the Mouse Disney Dining Draft. We have done it, my friend. I have to tell you, I'm thrilled I would never take it. I'm glad you didn't take it. That nobody took Victoria and Alberts. Oh, I no. don't doubt the quality, but I feel like that is not yeah, something it, that it just can't possibly be worth it. No, I agreed. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So that does it for this week. Uh, and you got to open. Yeah. You got a store to open. So uh, anything else you want to add this week? I always love doing these drafts. Oh, I think we, it's fun. The drafts are. I so think much it's fun, fun how how opposite we are in in like formula for yes. doing it. No, I agree. I, I tend to lead with my heart, and that usually hurts me in the long run. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got this. You're good at you're good at restaurants. All right. Well, folks, uh, that's gonna do it for two men in the mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, this was a great, uh, great show we had here today with a great draft, and we really love uh, doing these drafts and including you guys. I will be posting the list up uh, sometime tomorrow for you guys to vote on. Um, please, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey. New Jersey, stop in, say hi, buy some comic books. Uh, you know. Buy, buy some collectibles. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of Funko Pops. You can find him over there at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or check out RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Also, folks, if you if you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, Aulani in Hawaii, or Universal Orlando Resort, and honestly, if you're listening to the show, you're planning a trip. So please talk to our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation at no additional cost to you. Folks, you can Always find Dave online and send him an email at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Um, if you want to apply the wisdom of Walt to your daily life, check out our friend Jeff Barnes and his new book, Beyond the Wisdom of Walt, taking a look at Walt Disney's dream of creating Walt Disney World, what went into the creation of Walt Disney World, and how you can apply those lessons to your daily life. You can check that out over at thewisdomofwalt.com. It's available in paperback, audiobook, and ebook formats. <clears throat> 
Pinfolks for a great family-friendly look from three dads taking a look at Disney through their eyes. Check out the Disney Dads podcast over on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, check them out. They're three really wonderful guys with a lot of really great opinions. Um, they even have a thing at the end of the show where your child can send them what their Disney wish would be and they play it at the end of the show to the wishes music. I mean, come on. It's awesome and I wish I thought of it first. Uh, so, folks, please uh, check them out. Alright, well that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Can't wait to do it next week. Uh, fo- please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives and we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.